0: good morning guys clash of the suburbs today we're going to be talking about northern beaches suburbs who's outperforming who stay tuned good morning billy hello How are you? I'm really good. Yourself? I'm doing well, thank you. I feel like we were here not too long ago. It feels like we've been here a lot, I know. (laughs) Guys, today we're gonna be talking about clash of the suburbs, specifically Northern Beaches, obviously being our core market area. Um, And for all you Northern Beaches locals out there, we're gonna be going through a few case studies today, which I think will sort of spark some people's interest in terms of the past 10 years, uh, which is the data that we have access to, Um, how much have Northern Beaches suburbs gone up and which suburbs have done better than others? Yeah, so we pulled up some data for houses and units. Uh, We're going to make some comparisons, you know, uh, a battle of the suburbs for sort of three or four different ones here Mm. and um, break down some of the um, the numbers, I guess you could say. Yeah, pretty much. So, guys, anyone that's watching as well this morning, please feel free to pop in your comments as well. Um, in terms of which suburbs you think perform outperformed which. Um, and what we're going to do is do some case studies. So some suburbs that sit side by side that traditionally as a buyer, whether you're an investor or owner occupier, you go, well, which suburb do I want to buy in? Which suburb is more going to outperform the other suburb for me? Um, and first of all, we're going to start with Dy versus Freshwater, um, which I think is quite a hotly debated one anyway. Um, in terms of people going, well, oh, should I buy Dy? Should I buy Freshwater? Dy's got great amenities in terms of access to the Beeline bus stop. Freshwater traditionally has always been um, a little bit more expensive, close obviously close to the beach as well. Yeah, what do you think, Billy? I think as an investment, realistically, you can't go wrong either way. Mm-hmm. Um, there's certainly different. I think we we did an episode really recently on really nailed down on why you're buying an apartment, not not so much for the apartment itself, but for the purpose you're looking to use it for. Mm. And I think this can be applied again back to here. So obviously your purchase price is gonna be marginally different, mm-hmm. um, but let's have a look at what the capital growth says. So guys, we're gonna do both houses and units. Um, so I'm gonna start with houses in both suburbs first. So over the past 10 years, DY houses have gone up 136.8%. So in the past 10 years, they've doubled and some, yes. so it's quite strong capital growth. Freshwater houses have gone up, drum roll, 153.7%. There you go. So guys, freshwater houses have performed in over the past 10 years, they've grown an additional 20% more than DY houses. So it's pretty interesting. Yeah, interesting to see that. Um, I think if I was to take guess why the top end houses in Freshwater, there have been some more recent um, sort of at the real top end of the market in sort of is saying say that it's like $6 million plus mark being quite a few sales in Freshwater. Yeah. And I, if I was to take one in nature, fact, I think that would be the driver for that. Um, both suburbs have performed incredibly strongly. Um, but yeah, interesting to see. Next, Next one. Next one is DY units why units over the past 10 years have gone up 81.6%. Interesting to see the comparison there in terms of the capital growth from houses to units. Units have performed 50% less over the past 10 years. Um, and then freshwater units have gone up 90.1%. Yeah, crazy. yeah, so pretty much for you guys that aren't numbers people out there, what we've straight away the trend we're seeing here is houses in both suburbs have strongly outperformed units in terms of capital growth. However, obviously, owning a home, there's always going to be a bit more of a um, holding costs associated with that in terms of mortgage repayments. But guys, freshwater units have also outperformed DY units as well. So freshwater takes the Would cake on that one. you say that comes down to stock levels in each suburb? Potentially. The age-old thing I always hear is people say, oh, there's a lot more units in DY than there are in freshwater. Um, there's been more units built in DY. There haven't been as many new units built in freshwater. Yep. Um, but bear in mind as well, over the course of a 10-year period, a difference of 10%, when you're grouping it, like to like up, and that's pretty similar. Mm. Um, like if it was 10% over one year, you go, wow, that's a drastic difference. Over 10 years, you're talking about an additional growth of 1% per year. So really when you when you sort of break it down backwards like that, they're, they're much-to-muchness to me, um, which is great to see um, in terms of both suburbs performing strongly. There you go so guys that's our first case study next one is brookvale versus manly vale so two slightly more inland suburbs but i think once again hotly contested between the two um brookvale homes over the past 10 years have gone up 121 fresh woodians that's true luke as well um so brookvale units have gone up 121.7 percent over the past 10 years Manly Vale houses have gone up 137.5% over the past 10 years. So yeah, okay. Similar once again, it's similar. So in this one here, Brookvale takes sorry, Manly Vale takes the cake. What do you think that is Billy? Manly Vale over Brookie. I mm. think um, well Brookie's partly divided, right? So you've got when you compare suburb to suburb, there's no real place like Brookie on the beaches that has quite as much its unique, yeah. Um Sort of industrial as, as um, residential. Hmm. It's got a very, very high um, sort of. We say fifty-fifty split. Yeah, well, there's quite a few. It's slowly transitioning now with the additional residential development, resi- but, but Brookvale's always predominantly been um, com- a commercial area, um, and so maybe for residential properties there, don't sleep on Brookvale. I personally yeah, think true. that even though suburbs like Manlyville have outperformed Brookvale historically. I personally think Brookvale is about to make a run. That's just my opinion um, in terms of the, all the new development and master plan that's going in there as well. Yeah. Um, like they always say, yeah. I think those super ads, past performance is not a true not indicator of 100% of what's going to happen <laughs> in future performance. And this could be the situation here. That's true. So, there's, yeah, there is um, some really exciting news coming to Brookvale. If you want some more info, we've got um, some info already put together on that. We can shoot it over to you. Yeah, um, put a message in here. That's it. And guys, next one is so Brookvale units um, have gone up seventy five point two percent over the past ten years, and then we got Manly Vale units seventy seven point zero percent. We're talking so literally nothing. Yeah. Literally nothing. If you bought a unit in either of those suburbs, you have literally performed identically, um, which is interesting to see as well. Funnily enough, jumping backwards to the other two suburbs, Freshwater and Dy not as much as either of those two suburbs. Hmm. Um, Once again, we're not saying that one's necessarily better than the other, but these are just the the cold, hard facts that we're reporting, um, and it's interesting to see. That's it. That's you done. All right. One more case study, guys. All righty. So now we're going to a little bit further north. We're going to go to coleroy versus anatomy. Coleroy, over 10 years, units, 91.2%. Okay, so that's very similar to Freshwater. It which is, yep. yeah. yeah. Purchase price, do you think it would have been similar back in the day? Uh, similar-ish, yeah, uh, I'd say. So they're, they're more probably in like, likeness suburbs, even though they're a little bit further apart. Especially right down the beach end. Mm, correct. Um, Narrowbean units, 89.4%. Which wow. is splitting hairs again. Yeah. So guys, if you've bought, if you're thinking between Narrabeen and Collaroy, I know buyers that are looking at both of them and sometimes people have preference between some of those for different reasons. Um, The data's there, guys. They've really performed identically over the past 10 years. What about for houses? For houses, Narrabeen, Mm -hmm. 116.7%. Collaroy, 123.1%. So relatively similar as well. Yeah. So it's interesting to see, actually, because... Colorado Houses, obviously you've got the base and you've got some really lovely areas there. Narrabeen, obviously, all the ones running along the beachfront with those amazing views. Both suburbs have incredible homes. And yeah, like we said before, if you're talking about six percent difference over, yeah. over ten years, it's it breaks down. It breaks down to really not much at all. Yeah. Um, which I think is quite a nice thing to see in terms of you don't want to see one suburb drastically outperform another suburb on the beaches and you go oh i should have bought in that summer 10 years ago mm. um, and we are starting to see some consistencies here as well i don't know if you guys have picked up but what i know straight away from all those numbers is houses capital growth strongly outperforming units um that doesn't necessarily mean houses are a better or a worse purchase there's so much more beneath the iceberg with that um, but purely on capital growth has been a lot more um, movement there and guys take into account as well all these numbers we've got these are a rolling average overall sorry total amount over the 10 years um so this is taking into account the recent market drops as well so even though the markets come down for a lot of markets across northern beaches 10 20 something percent um we're still up over that rolling 10-year average by a lot yeah we're nearly double yeah double or double it a bit for most houses as well so yeah um, and I think the, the, another big takeaway for this one is wherever you're looking on the beaches, there's no suburb drastically underperforming. Mm. Um, you know, yes, you've got suburbs that are slightly, you know, above maybe where the median sits, but yeah. there's nothing sort of lacking behind drastically. Yeah. Um, so if you're looking choosing, you know, the beaches for an investment, I think worry more about the property. Yeah. than the, Than the location. I, I agree. So In terms of suburb to suburb. But, not so much worry about the individual property and people are going to have their ideas of what they like better as well by yeah. what you know, people already know certain suburbs and they understand it. So stick with the ones that, you know, you understand. Yeah. Um, and then guys, any other suburbs, if you liked what we did, have, let us know, cause we're happy to do another one for some other suburbs. And even if you guys pop it into the comments or send us a message later on for another day, and um, we're happy to run through the numbers in some other suburbs as well. Uh, We are aware that some of this data that we have access to is not public knowledge out there. The only way people know it is sort of through news or through real estate agents like us. So we're more than happy to share some of that data with you guys as well, and hopefully help you with that property purchase. Yeah, that's it. Even regional, um, up the coast, down the coast, wherever you're looking. If you're looking and you want a suburb report, to buy, um, you know, and your current agent has already given you one, we can do that for you. That's it. Perfect, guys. Hope this has been a bit informative this morning. Thank you, Billy. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, guys.